You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome to another edition of the Prologue here on America's Web Radio. My name is Doug Dahlgren, and I'm proud that you're listening this morning. As you know, a prologue is an introduction, and that's what we try to do here. Most of our guests on this program are writers, and today's guest certainly qualifies as that, just in a manner slightly different from our normal literary authors. Our guest today is a composer and a lyricist. He's a writer from the world of music. He's also a singer and musician, guitar player by preference and talent, and he's the front man for an up-and-coming band known as the Ohio Weather Band. Corey King's his name, and you might want to make note of that, because you'll be hearing more from this young man in the future, I can assure you. And you can tell everyone later, you heard him first on America's Web Radio. Now, as I bring Corey on, I want to make sure that we don't forget two very special groups of listeners we have here. First, those Armed Forces personnel stationed around the world, working hard and putting it on the line daily to protect us here back home. Freedom isn't free, folks. Not at all. It's bought and paid for daily by the brave men and women who serve us. We thank each of them for all that they do, and we thank them for being listeners. Now, that other group is much closer to home, so close sometimes that we overlook them, and that really should never happen. Talking about our police, fire, and rescue personnel, those folks who rush to our aid when we need their help. 99 times out of 100, they have no idea who it is they're going to help, and that makes no difference. They're there for us, so please respect them and thank them when you see them for what they do. We're very proud to have each and every one of them as listeners on this station. Now, from Alliance, Ohio, a town of just over 23,000 good people, located on the eastern side of the state, not far from Canton or Akron, the King family raised a young man who enjoyed baseball and golf in high school. Music was also in his blood, and my understanding is he got a guitar at a very early age, around 13 years, I'm told, and he set out and worked very hard to make that instrument his own. He's made it a tool of his craft, the art of making music. He's a 2015 graduate of Kent State University, and Corey and his band are now on circuit, traveling to places like Austin, Texas, for South by Southwest, not once, but at least twice. And they go to venues in New York City and down to Nashville, Tennessee, to play for audiences wherever they can find them, Audience, audiences who always ask for more. The Ohio Weather Band is the group. Corey King writes the music and sings the songs. And Corey is here with us from Ohio. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, Doug. I'm doing really well. How are you? Excellent. Glad to have you here. Where is it in Ohio have we found you today? Uh, today, I'm actually in Akron. I uh, moved here about a year ago, and I've uh, been living with the band, and uh, we have another roommate, too, so... I'm on my front porch in Akron, Ohio. Outstanding. Very good. So that's the home base for the Ohio Weather Band at this point. Instead of Alliance, you're now out of Akron. Are you there? You should be. I'm not hearing him. What's that? Okay, there we go. So you're you're at Akron for a little downtime. A little time for the holidays? Yeah, well, yep, yep, yep. We're uh, uh at home right now, um, 
we just got back from a tour uh, about about two weeks or three weeks ago, and then uh, got a got a show coming up in December that we've been preparing for, and also writing songs for a new album. So we've been busy, but are home while we're doing it. That's what I want to talk to you a little bit about the uh, show in December uh, up in Canton. That is a big deal. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, for sure. Um, we were actually approached by a radio station here called Mix ninety four point one, and uh, John Stewart of the station reached out to us and asked if we would uh, be a part of this their, their December Christmas show, um, which featured initially it was just Collective Soul, um, and uh, we, we we took the gig and then uh, we've been promoting it and um, all has been going well. And then, and then recently, a band called We the Kings was added, so we were excited about that. These are two bands that. We uh, knew about and respected, and so we were happy to be on the bill with them. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good one. And the Canton Palace Theater is a beautiful venue, so we've played there before. And uh, theater gigs are always a, a great place to play, just because the, the atmosphere is so much different than you know gigs on the road or something like that. But um, it's it's a uh, it's definitely going to be a good one. We're excited for it. Oh, yeah. Collective Soul is headlining, and they're quite well-known down here in the Atlanta area where I'm coming from. Uh, everybody down here knows about Ed Rowland and his brother, of course, and Will Turpin. The whole band are from the Stockbridge area, and uh, they're quite influ- influential, if I can get my mouth to work. Uh, they, they've been a big band for a number of years all across the country. Uh, you say the radio station is how you got connected with these guys? Yeah, the... Um the connection was uh, was a buddy of ours, uh, Dan Kane, who works for the Canton Repository. Um, I believe he passed our name along to the station because they were looking for somebody to to play with Collective Soul and uh, Collective Soul reached or uh, Mix ninety four point one reached out to us, and uh, you know we did talked about it and made it work. And we got on the bill, so it, it's cool. Great association, yes, indeed. Uh, it, it's somebody. Yeah. Somebody saw you and putting you uh, in line with these guys. So that's that's a great deal. Now you know I talked to you privately about uh, a venue down here in Atlanta that's a tough nut to crack. But I understand that right after that show in Canton, the Collective Soul is coming down to play here at Eddie's Attic in Decatur, Georgia. So maybe you could get Ed to smuggle you in with him. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. We, I've heard plenty of good things about Eddie's Attic, especially from you. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, if, if, if they needed somebody to, to travel along with them, I'm sure we'd uh, take them up on that. Well, you'll have to t- mention to him, you know, just tell him about the connection and all that good stuff. When you do a show yeah. of this of this type, when, when you plan a set, how long do you plan for? In other words, how, how long will you be on stage? So they'll usually tell us how long they need us to play, and then we'll, we'll, we'll work around that. We'll craft a set around that. I think for this one we're doing about 45 minutes to an hour, so... Uh, We'll, uh, we'll be playing some of our, our better-known songs, and we actually have a song or two that's new that we'll be playing. Um, so that's they'll usually tell us what they need, and then, and then we'll work around it. Very good. So you'll be playing songs from that latest album, Crooked Light. Yep, and maybe even a song or two from uh, our first album as well. First album was a self-titled album called The Ohio Weather Band. Uh, that's been out, what, about two years? What's that? I say the first album, the Ohio Weather Band. That one's been out right about two years, hasn't it? Yeah, twenty fourteen is when it came out. So okay. going on three, but uh, it's been, yeah, been 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 out been out for about two years. So two two and a half, yeah, yeah. Crooked Light was released earlier this year. I believe it was February. Uh, that is your second album. So how's it doing? 
It's doing really well. Um, we kind of stepped it up as far as like production goes. We uh, our first album we recorded ourselves, uh, mixed ourselves, uh, sent it out to get mastered, and then um, so it was a pretty in-house project for the most part. And then uh, <clears throat> for the for the new album Crooked Light, we recorded ourselves uh, at various locations, and then um, we decided to bring somebody on board to mix the album. So uh, our buddy Spencer Martin. Uh, got involved and he mixed the album for us and then we also sent it out to be mastered again so um yeah we, we, we were kind of playing around with some some of the other people in the area getting their input and getting their uh, uh creativity in the mix and i think it worked out because uh, like i said we, we kind of paid a little bit more attention to um the production end of it rather than just you know making sure we had an album out we uh kind of spend a little more time on this one. Looking at the final product, I understand. Now, you've graciously yeah. given us permission to play some bits, and we're going to tease the audience this morning. We're going to offer uh, a little bit here coming up from a track that you call Messenger Bird. Now, is there a story yeah. behind this Messenger Bird? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, there's definitely a... It, it, the Messenger Bird is, uh, is, a, is a metaphor for... Um, it's basically... Uh, two people or any amount of people who are sort of they have their past and they're a little things have happened over time and they're a little too stubborn to talk to one another and so this song it just talks about the messenger bird who um is no longer flying back and forth sending the message between the two people uh so because he's not you know sending the message to want to to the people uh there's no communication between these people and it just kind of uh person the the narrator in the song is just like i wish you know the messenger bird would would do his job and, and we would not be too stubborn to communicate outstanding very good well listen folks we're going to play a sample from messenger bird and folks this is the ohio weather band playing from their album crooked light
listening to a sample. That's just a sample from the album Crooked Light. The track number is two, and there's a good reason I'm telling you that. The song is Messenger Bird. Uh, the Ohio Weather Band and the website is just ohioweatherband.com. You can go there and you can find both of the albums. Correct me where I'm wrong, Corey, but they can listen to the entire track, and of course they can make a purchase of the albums while they're there. Is that correct? And, um, pretty much anywhere the digital music is sold. It's on Amazon, it's on uh, Spotify, um, iTunes, etc., etc. It's out there everywhere. All right, very good, very good. Uh, tell us about the other guys that make up the band, would you? Um, how about Ray? Yeah, Ray. Uh, he was originally our, uh, well, we all grew up together, so we, we've known each other for as long as we've known people. Um, but he was uh, originally our keyboard player. He was living in Seattle at the time. He had moved um, after he graduated college. Uh, he moved back to Ohio because he saw that we were uh, doing this band thing and we were staying busy with the band. And uh, he moved back to be our keyboard player. And he actually didn't know how to play keys when he moved back, so he kind of learned for the band, and it worked out. Because uh, he's done a great job for us on keys. And then uh, after Pete, our original drummer, um, after he left the band to um, pursue a different career, he uh, Ray took over on drums. So Ray's actually been keeping us going um, due to his you know multiple talents. So yeah. he's been a, a huge part of the band and a huge help and. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been keeping the ball rolling. It's, it's great. Oh, yeah. Now, Pete, you mentioned Pete. He was with you for so, for how long now? He was with us um, from the start. So we uh, did all of our uh, first shows with him. We did our, our first album with him, and he actually played drums on the second album, too. Um, he's been a part of, you know, the, even, like, the, the, the design for the second album. He was in the band for all of that. And uh, he left um, probably about a year or so ago maybe a little over that um like i said he had a a job that that was really demanding as far as time and then he decided to focus focus his attention well, on that um yeah, yeah. While we were still doing the band thing. Well, that's understandable, being a traveling band and all that. Folks, we're listening yeah. this morning. We're talking with Corey King of the Ohio Weather Band, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and hear a little bit more about the members of the band. Within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren, on Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week as we explore all aspects of home and family defense as we strive to defend the ones we love in an ever-changing and volatile world. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose 
and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we are back. My name is Doug Dahlgren. You're listening to the Prologue on America's Web Radio. Uh, we've been talking this morning with Corey King. Corey is the front man of a up-and-coming band. They are really making a name for themselves in the Ohio area and all across the country. The band is the Ohio Weather Band. And Corey's been telling us about other members of the group and the comings and goings and so forth. Corey, you with me? Yep, I'm here. All right. Uh, we talked about Ray, and Ray is still there. Ray is playing the drums at this point. He's also been on the keyboards, but Ray's playing drums for you. Uh, we mentioned Pete. Pete uh, had other responsibilities that he needed to take care of, but he was a, a pretty important part of building the band, and he plays on both albums. Is that right? That's correct. Excellent. All right. Who else have we got to talk about? Isn't there a young man named Derek? Yeah, Derek. Um also been been with the band since the start um he's one of the founding members uh he actually he and ray played uh before we were the ohio weather band i had a solo ep that i that i released and uh derek played bass on it and ray played drums on it that was uh prior to the ohio weather band so it's always kind of funny to look back and think about that um how we were making music uh before the ohio weather band was even established but yeah derek's been there since the beginning um and uh, he recently, we've had to have some fill-ins for him because he's had some uh, health problems. But um, considering, you know, what he has and what he's going through, he's he's fine now. He's uh, getting back on on his feet and getting rolling. And uh, he uh, also um, has uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. But uh, yeah, he's been there since the beginning, and uh, he's doing fine now. And he's gonna be playing with us soon again, and then uh, we'll be back at it. Absolutely. He's a great young man, and we're, we're protecting privacy to a great extent there, but folks, uh, send some good wishes up that way. Uh, Derek's in Akron, is that right? Yep, Derek's. Well, he's actually in Alliance now. Oh, but, he's uh, in Alliance? He lives okay. with us at the house in, in, in Akron, yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, folks, uh, send some good wishes uh, towards that direction, and if uh, prayers are on your daily schedule, add Derek Strata to that, okay? Uh, terrific young man, and we can't wait to hear him back on stage with the rest of the guys. Now, again, the Ohio Weather Band is going to be playing on a major ticket with the Collective Soul and We the Kings at the Canton Palace in Canton, Ohio on December 17th. That's at 8 o'clock. I'm assuming that tickets are still available. Is that right? Tickets are available. We've been told that um, that the, the number of tickets available are decreasing, but um, there well, are still some available. And you can get those... Uh, on our website or Cannes Palace Theater is selling them as well. That should be a terrific show. I wish I could get up there for that, but I've got commitments down here. Well, you know what? Do, do you think you need an MC? Yeah. Master <laughs> ceremonies, we'll, we'll get you up there, Doug. 
Okay, all right, sounds good. Now, you guys have put out two albums already, two albums that are about uh, two years apart. Now, was that just because of the time it takes to write and produce new material, or did you plan that that section? Uh, It wasn't necessarily planned. It was, we were actually a band for, I don't know, probably a year or two before we had an album out. We had a, we put an EP out. Um, which had three songs from our first album on it uh, about you know a year and a half into into being a band and then uh, and then the second album came out and then as far as planning there wasn't much of that for the second album I mean you know obviously we <clears throat> talked about it and and uh, planned accordingly but we didn't have a date where we said okay you know we want to put this first album out then we're going to put the second album out it was basically when the songs were ready and when we were done recording them um, like I said, we recorded both albums ourselves, so we had, uh, you know, a different approach to those songs as if we were to record them in a studio, um, working with somebody else. So we just kind of let it roll naturally, and when we felt that everything was ready, that's when we, we released the songs and, and eventually released the album. And you told me earlier that you're working on songs for a third album. Uh, you got an yeah, idea? Yeah. You got an idea when you'll be we, pulling uh, that? Um, no release date in mind right now. <clears throat> we're uh, probably for this album we're going to be working with um, somebody else to to uh, record and produce and mix with us. Um, so this one will probably have a, yet again a, a different sound, um, which which is a good thing. Where you know we don't want to put the same out same album same album out every time we release an album. But um, I think right now we have probably <clears throat> about six or seven songs that. Um, we got in the oven that we're, uh, Very we're good. crafting and hopefully going to be releasing soon. And I think you said that the folks that are going to come to Canton are going to get to hear a couple of those, uh, going to try them out on the audience there, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to try to play at least at least one there. So we'll see how it goes. Cool, cool. Now I want to ask you some boilerplate questions, the kind that artists really love. Uh, but when you work in your writing... What comes first? Do you do you have the lyrics that come to mind first, or do you get a, a tune in your head? How does that How does that work? Uh, I'd say ninety nine percent of the time it's music. I'll uh, just fiddle around on the guitar, and you know, a lot of times I'll have something already, like uh, at least you know a couple chords that I've thrown together that I that I want to make into a song, and then once I'm ready to you know sit down and actually write a song, I'll focus on that, and then eventually turn that into a song so once i have the song that's basically the canvas for for the lyrics then then i know from there what melody will fit into that music as far as uh singing goes and then from the melody i know what words can fit how to phrase them or you know what i can say uh how much i can say within that melody um so yeah it usually goes music then melody, then lyrics. There you go. Now, are you conscientiously walking around listening to nature or whatever, looking for inspiration? How, how does that work? Um, it, it, I, it, I guess it's all... I'm never out there, like, I don't know. I'm not somebody who will go on a walk to try to look for inspiration. There's usually something that's already in me that that I that I turn into something or something that I've, that's really been on my mind or something that I notice or uh, uh, I don't know I mean you know there's there's definitely songs about uh, people 
Um, you know, there's, there's songs that are messages to people that are 100% specific and direct. And then there's there's some songs that are, uh, you know, metaphorical that, uh, you know, if you listen to it one way, it means something to you. And if you listen to it a different way, it means something else. And honestly, that's probably one of my favorite parts about song or, uh, you know, words in general is just what they can do for you or what they can do to you depending on how you interpret them oh, yeah. and that's even when I'm listening to songs let alone writing them um, I think lyrics are probably my, probably my favorite part of, uh, of the music and that's that's something that I try to convey when I'm writing is uh, you know what, what can I say and how can I say it because you can turn the, the most general vanilla thing into something beautiful if you if you write about it you know, in a certain way. That's and the I try poet. To, I try to take that approach every yeah. time I'm, I'm, I'm writing a song. Yeah, that's the poet in you that coming out there. That's great. Yeah. Now, have you ever come come together with a song? I'm not sure at what point you you go to the band with it, but have you ever had them listen to the first run through that you present to them and they go, nah? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's <clears throat> so a lot of times how it works is I'll write something on acoustic. And then a lot of times, you know, it's like it's like sixty percent of a song. If it's not my full song yet, I always call it the skeleton. And then we, I take that to the to the guys. And I'm like, hey, you know, check this out. I've been working on this. And then you know, they'll they'll either give me the yeah, this is really good, or like you know, they'll, they'll say yeah, but it was good, but I don't I don't really like this one part. Like I think it it's never like a it's always constructive criticism. It's like this is you know this is. This isn't the best thing that could happen here. How about this? And they'll they'll throw their suggestions in there, and then once we hash all that out, then we'll bring the other instruments in and uh, sort of just you know fiddle around on it, and then uh, eventually the skeleton becomes becomes the song, the full song. Very good. Now you you work a lot of uh, composers work on the piano. You work on the guitar, and I think that's probably right. equal. You got your first guitar what at thirteen? Is that right? Yeah, it was probably yeah, thirteen or fourteen. I got it as a Christmas gift. Um, my, my parents got it for me, and I, I had asked for a guitar. I was actually torn between when I was younger, and I, and I knew I wanted to to get involved with music. I was torn between drums and guitar, and uh, I, don't, I don't know how I decided on guitar, but I just decided that's that's, that's what I was going to do. And so I asked for it for Christmas, and it was one of the last presents that I got. So I didn't think that I was getting it. They kind of like you know we're yanking my chain on it they, all my presents were done and then I, I uh, didn't think I was getting the guitar but then they said oh you know we have one more for you and it was the guitar so I got that, that's how my first guitar would you consider yourself a prodigy because you, you took to the thing like a duck to water I mean you really picked it up <laughs> uh, quick yeah no I, I wouldn't consider myself a prodigy I know there's there's plenty of others out there who uh, who understand the instrument better than I do but I just kind of do what I can with it and, and and uh, just appreciate the instrument, and that's that's how I work with it. Well, now facts betray your modesty, though, Corey, because you started playing almost right away. I mean, you had a band in middle school, which is around thirteen yeah. years old, isn't it? How does how does yeah, that happen? Yeah. That's uh, well, I think my my first band was with um, my uh, a couple buddies from school. Is that um, Trevor and Tyler played. Burke? Yeah, yeah, uh, we were in a band called Fontaine. And it was actually named after our high school band director, Mr. Fontaine. Uh, we, we called our band Fontaine. And uh, uh, Trevor and Tyler's 
dad worked with my dad, so that's how that got hooked up. They, he, he always oh. said, hey, have, have your son come over. We got to set up in the basement, you know, my boys jam. Let's uh, let's bring Corey over and, you know, see see what happens. So we I got a band started with them, and then my buddy John uh, also was in the band. He was my best friend growing up, and uh, he and I had an acoustic duo for a while. That was after Fontaine. He was also in Fontaine. And uh, we were always writing songs together. We were interested in the same music, always showing each other new music. And uh, we worked together for a long time. And then uh, he kind of got out of music. And uh, from from that point on, I was I did a lot of solo stuff. I did some um, like computer music for a while, and then uh, eventually went solo acoustic. And then uh, I released that EP I told you about. And that's when Derek and Ray played on that. And then from there, <clears throat> we all got tangled up in music. And then eventually, the High Weather Band. Outstanding. Folks, we're talking with Corey King of the Ohio Weather Band this morning. We're here on the prologue at America's Web Radio, and we're going to be back with more from Corey after these messages. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. With all the back and forth in today's politics... It seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to America's WebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Again, my name is Doug Dahlgren. You're listening to the prologue on America's Web Radio. Uh, we're here this morning with Corey King. Corey is the front man, the singer, the songwriter for a band known as the Ohio Weather Band. We've been talking about. Uh, past incarnations of bands he's been in and Corey you were telling us about some guys named Trevor and Tyler Burke and then also there was a fellow named John Fox said you played with him quite a deal uh, quite a great deal and uh, what is this rumor I hear about you and John Fox being rappers <laughs> uh, yeah <clears throat> we um, uh, we had a kind of a joke rap group called uh, Energy it was just the letter N letter R letter G and uh, we wrote probably four or five rap songs, um, and yeah, that was. But we didn't really do anything. We got, do anything with it. We got offered a show one time, but we didn't feel that that was that was a uh, was really fit for us. So we didn't take the show. But we just kind of made the songs just so we could listen to pretty much for ourselves and just laugh at them. And that's basically what that was. But it, it was definitely fun and funny. But 
never actually turned into anything. Rap's not my genre necessarily, but I think you know yeah. that exercise would probably help a lyricist. Uh, yeah, for, I mean, it, it, I definitely appreciate rap music. And I like rap music, but the stuff that we were writing wasn't really a. It wasn't necessarily like hip hop or anything like that. It was just uh, uh, some. It was goofy. That was about it. <laughs> okay. Well, now we had the Fontaines and we had Energy. Uh, how many other groups did you participate in through high school and college? Did you go right into? Uh, go ahead. There was there was uh, John and I um, were in a band, well, a duo called Rumor. Um, we did that for probably about a year, and uh, we had a, we had a cool opportunity to play at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for um, a competition. And uh, because of that, we got to record at a professional studio, and we had a song on a compilation of the bands that had um, progressed in the in the competition. Um, so that was that was a cool experience. And then uh, we had another band called Human All Along, which uh, was also consisted of uh, Trevor Burke, um, another friend of ours, Corey. Uh, John was in that, and then uh, a friend of ours, Roger. He also he played drums on that in that band. Um, and uh, after that is when I think I started doing the solo stuff everybody kind of went their separate ways doing different things or were in different bands and um, I never actually stopped performing or releasing music or writing songs so it's um, I, I kept going on by myself for I don't know probably four or five years I did it through college um, and then after that I, uh, is when is when Ray and Derek started playing with me, and then uh, all started rolling, and then the High Weather Band came after go. that. Well, at what point in here did you did you have that epiphany? When did you realize this is what I want to do with my life? Because you know, like you mentioned, John and some of these other guys, I doubt they're all still in music today. But you had the feeling that this is what I need to concentrate on. I want to pursue this as my life's career. Do you recall when that came to you? Um, I honestly, it was probably as soon as I started <clears throat> actually performing. Um, I, uh, I think I just kind of was so intrigued by it and uh, had so much fun doing it. And then I don't know. I mean, I, I never really uh, decided that. I just kind of kept doing it, and I'm still doing it. And then I'm just—I'm really just seeing where it goes. That's kind of where I, where I'm at right now. Is you feed off the audience. That's what you What's do. That? You feed off your audience is what you do. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. And and obviously, you know, there's a, a, a personal satisfaction that 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 comes with it. Just, um, I don't know. I I, I just feel like I uh, I've never felt that I should stop. No, you should absolutely. But, you know, what I'm saying, folks out there listening, I want you to go to the website, which, again, we're going to mention is ohioweatherband.com, and you can uh, sample other music from there. They're, both albums are listed. You can listen to the whole song. Uh, but as good as that is, I've had the opportunity, my wife and I, to drive up to Nashville and hear Corey and the guys live, and it is an experience, I want to tell you. There's just something electric about it, and uh, he's not going to tell you that but he is a tremendous talent on stage and he lights up uh it's it's really worth the ticket to go see it and i'm not just saying that because i know the guy uh but now when you got together with Derek ray and pete 
and I know there were some ins and outs there. Uh, and but finally, when it gelled, what year was that? When did you realize this is this is really a group that we want to go with? Yeah, I was I was telling you before <clears throat> before we started the show that uh, Derek and I would, would travel up to um, Berea, which is where Pete was going to school. He was going to Baldwin Wallace, and uh, he he had a house there with some buddies that <clears throat> we uh, set up all of our equipment in the in the garage, and we would go up there probably I don't know every weekend. And uh, Pete played drums. We knew that, and Derek picked up bass. And we're like, all right, well, we're friends, and we all like the same music. And we've—I had 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 wrote some songs, you know. Why not put it all together? <clears throat> and so when we started in a uh, Pete's garage, we didn't really expect to to play out or like to for it to actually turn into anything. That wasn't necessarily our goal, but if it did, we would let it. And uh, so we had a uh, I don't know probably four or five songs to where uh, we could mold those into a set and uh, we were like well we got these songs you know let's I asked them I was like hey do you guys want to want to try to get a show because uh, at that time I had some connections from playing solo so I was like oh, I'll hit I'll contact these promoters and see if they'll get us on a bill and they did and so um, you know we, we played those shows they went over really well and good good reaction from the people who were listening to the songs and <clears throat> Uh, just just kept doing it, getting more shows. We we had offers from that point on for to come back to other places and uh, <clears throat> often. I asked the guys. I was like, yeah. yeah, I asked them if this, this is something that we, we should keep doing. Should you know, should we promote this as a band? And and we did. And now we're here. Well, as good as I'm sure the Fontaines were, you had to know this. This is this is good. This is this is going to sell, and obviously yeah. it has. Um, so, so you figured it out that the chemistry was just there, and I think that's what happens anytime there's a group thing going together. It's got to have the right chemistry, and you four guys had that chemistry. Yeah, certainly, and I think a lot of that came from being friends before anything. That was what made it really easy to work with the guys and common interests, and uh, I think that's what really gelled it together. There you go. Now we've mentioned before that you write all the songs, uh, you you handle all of that, but you give credit to the band in in its entirety for arranging the tracks. Now, how do you guys work that out? Do they do they work on their part singularly, or do you do it in group sessions? Well, that's kind of like what what I was talking about before is where I write the song, I write the skeleton, and uh, and then from there I'll, I'll take it to the guys, and then we at that point arrange it <clears throat> we talk about what should go where when certain instruments should or shouldn't play or how we, we decide you know how the the feel of the song the tempo of the song is it going to be a song that that's like a rock song or is it going to be a an acoustic song or whatever um so yeah I, I bring bring the core to everybody and then from there we make it into what everybody hears Okay. Now that brings up another good point. You don't put yourselves in a box. You're not just a rock band. Tell them how you describe the genre that you are fitting into. <clears throat> well, generally we we lump it into Americana just for the aspect of uh, the songs are, are, are storytelling songs. Um, <clears throat> they're at I think at their core they are like singer songwriter songs that have uh, a band behind them. Um, so we usually tell people, uh, you know, mostly Americana, but there's definitely blues influence in there, um, some folk in there, um, 
and so we, we, we dabble around that uh, that spectrum of uh, the Americana Americana field, so. rock blues folk all of that kind of in one big basket and uh, yeah yeah it, it's it's a good people can come and hear what what they want to hear and uh, that's yeah. that's a great deal now through college work and the different jobs that you had it, it had kind of make it a little difficult to play gigs but you still did that you you managed to travel on occasion fairly far from home H- how was that balance was that a tough thing well <clears throat> once i realized that this is something that i was going to do and that i was doing i kind of uh, molded my life around that i, I kind of only looked for jobs or opportunities to where i could have a flexible schedule um, and everywhere that I did get hired, I let them know that, like, this is something that I was taking seriously. And uh, <clears throat> my goal was to travel and um, <clears throat> be, you know, a bunch of different places. And so uh, I've been fortunate enough to have opportunities where they understood that and respected that and would help out as much as they can. Um, you know, even <clears throat> jobs that I've had in the past, they... Uh, they all understood that and they would even help me you know get some shows sometimes or something or the job that i have now you know they they say oh my my buddy does this or this or this if you guys need to play here um just let me know i'll get you the number or whatever so everybody that i've been around i've kind of surrounded myself with the right people who understand and appreciate what i'm trying to do and um that's really worked out for me and and in in turn i appreciate them for understanding that so that's huge Touring and getting your name out there and getting heard by different audiences is important. Um, how does touring benefit the band? Uh, you you've done it, so tell us how how does that actually help you? Um, touring, it, it, it's it's funny. It's kind of a when you're a young band, it's it's interesting. Uh, it you're you're on the road to expand the audience that you're performing for. Um, but you know, when you're in a new area, not a lot of people know you. So it's it's actually you know it's 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 a little bit more of a grind and hustle when you're out there because you're not just out there you know bopping from show to show and doing whatever. You're out there trying to talk to people and just being in the community and letting people know while you're in the in the city, like hey, you know we're a band from out of town. Uh, we'd love to to play for you. You know if you're not doing anything tonight, come out to the show. Sometimes we pass out demos while we're in the city. Um, and then a, we, we also utilize the internet. That's a huge part of the music business today is, uh, you know, getting people involved on social media or, uh, it, it's a great way to be out there without being physically out there. So we, we uh, understand that and use that tool a lot. Um, but yeah, touring is great because you get to meet a lot of new people, play for a lot of new people and, uh, you know, see that part of the music business and, and, and it's been, it's been good. Absolutely. Means putting a lot of miles on vehicles, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of traveling. And, and we've been fortunate enough to, uh, we're on our second van right now. I know, you and, had uh, one die on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, New Jersey, we had our, our first van, Leo, is what we named him. Uh, he finally, after after about two years of having him, um, he, he finally broke down. And uh, we had to get him towed out of New Jersey. And uh, had to take a rental van home. That's not a great place to get stranded either, is it, New Jersey? No, yeah, we, we were in the middle of nowhere in New Jersey. We had to, we were stranded there for a day. We had to buy a hotel and figure out what we were going to do. Um, and it honestly, you know, it was, there was an attachment to the it's our first band van that, uh, you know, we 
bought for like 1500 bucks, got us to Texas two times and, you know, four or five tours. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, finally, finally threw in the towel, but did a great job while it lasted. So Leo is somewhere in New Jersey uh, in a monument or something, right? Yeah, he's uh, probably just a, a big hunk of metal right now. <laughs> no longer a vehicle. All right. Listen, folks, we are talking with Corey King. We're here on the prologue. My name's Doug Dahlgren, and we're going to be back with more from Corey and the Ohio Weather Band experience after these messages. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back again. My name is Doug Dahlgren. We're here on the Prologue on America's Web Radio. My guest today is Corey King. Corey's the front man for the Ohio Weather Band. And we've been talking about experiences on the road and such as that. The band has two albums that are out. The first one was a little over two and a half years, getting close to three years ago. It was self-titled as The Ohio Weather Band. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that one, would you, Corey? About the first album? Yes, yes. Yeah, it was a it's a song that I had that, that we that we had for a long time that we knew we needed to get recorded, but never really uh, knew how we were going to go about recording them. Um, I did a lot of recording myself uh, just in earlier years when I was doing solo stuff. So I had a background of recording, but I was recording acoustic music or like a single drum at a time or piano. Um, but I had never recorded a full band, and so. I was always hesitant to take that on, but eventually I just kind of bit the bullet, and I was like, well, I mean, I'm sure I can do this. And so uh, eventually we uh, used all my gear, and uh, I got in the driver's seat, and, and we recorded an album, and that's that's what the first album is. And uh, we're proud of it. It's, it's, 
you know, it's the the oh, yeah. inaugural album, and uh, it turned out good. Well, a lot of our listeners here who are used to hearing self-published writers uh, can recognize the term as self-published, and that's really what you did. You self-published your album. Um, mm-hmm. And and it was literally a garage band. Did you you mentioned layering? Did did you layer anything on the album, or is that all live one take? It's uh, most of it. The way that we would do it is we would record. Um, we play the songs all together. So I think on that album it was bass, piano, and drums for the most part were live. And then after that, I would add the the, the recorded guitar. So I would okay. play guitar with them but I wouldn't record it. And uh, that was just so we would record guitar on its own so we could uh, sort of shape the tone of it and uh, and, and be able to to modify it more post-production. Absolutely. So um, we did that for both albums. Okay, okay. Now, where the first one, where was it recorded? It was recorded in uh, my my dad's house at the time. He lived in uh, Paris, Ohio. And he had a separate building, which was a garage. But on top of that, there was what used to be storage that we cleared out and made into our jam spot and a rehearsal room and eventually a studio. So we recorded all that um, on top of a garage. And that's where most of the second album was recorded, too. But part of it was recorded uh, in uh, in our house that we have in Akron. I got you. Now, the second album called Crooked Light, uh, that was a little bit more of a studio production, bits and pieces? Um, it, well, it, it was a, more of a studio-produced uh, album in the sense that uh, the mixing process took place um, in more of a studio-like setting. It wasn't just us at the house. We actually went to somebody um, who, who does that, um, so we, we took it to them, and uh, we, we shopped around. We actually had a couple of the songs mixed like three or four times before we decided to go ahead and, and go with the uh, engineer that we ended up going with. And um, I'm glad that we did go with him because I think it turned out really good. Oh, it did. It did. And, and again, folks, you can go to the website. The band is The Ohio Weather Band. The website drops the The, okay? So if you're looking for the website, it's going to be www.ohioweatherband.com. And from there, you can... You know, listen to all the songs you want to, and make your purchases through uh, what did you say, Spotify, and through Amazon, through just about everybody. Yep, iTunes, uh, all of it. Wherever you can, pretty much wherever you can get digital music is where we'll be. Now, the music business is quite a bit different than it was back in my era, and and even from where it was twenty years ago. What, in your opinion, being a part of it, where is the music business headed? It's uh, it's strange. Um, I think a lot of it you, you have to be on the internet. Um, like I said, that's a way. If you know, some people sort of frown upon uh, the, the music business in, in that sense that it's all on the internet now. But I, it's like anything. I mean, you have to understand, you know, where things are right now, and you have to uh, use that to your advantage rather than your disadvantage. And so, it, it's a great way to be out there without physically being out there so you know you can 24 7 you can be communicating with people or you know showing people what's going on with your band um you know it's just like a it's it's a it it never shuts down so that's that's a great way to to always be out there and i think that's something that we've been trying to do is is create a better presence um a 24 7 presence rather than just on the road presence or in the moment presence Um, although we do you know still craft that as, as much as we did ever gotcha. um, but we're, you know we're just trying to really uh, take the business 
uh, where, uh, take the music business where it is right now and, and use that to our advantage. There you go. Now, you, we talked about your poetic license that you take, and, and you like to mess with folks' minds a little bit, uh, the cryptic nature, but that extends even to the cover on the latest album. Um, and I want to ask you about that. There's a young person there who is looking through roses. Now, they're not rose-colored glasses, but uh, it, would I be wrong to assume that's the same idea? Uh, it's, well, the the... As far as the meaning behind the picture, there wasn't much we had planned um, for the message of the picture. It was more so just a picture that Ray's friend from Chicago had taken, and he'd always liked the picture. He would bring it up every once in a while and just say, you know, this would be great album art or whatever. And uh, that picture is actually um, the twin sister of the person taking the picture. So uh, we know the girl on, on the cover and the girl who took the picture, and uh, we just always really liked uh you know the 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 sort of cryptic nature of the pitch of the picture and um just decided to use it as album art and happy we did because it's a really cool picture it's a cool picture i like my my explanation better than yours though i think it's most <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of <laughs> Kind of just appreciation for the picture, no real message. There we go. Now, we want to play a bit from another song, uh, and we've got a little bit of time left here tonight. We want to play uh, a bit of a cryptic song by nature itself. It's called Purple Polished Nails. How did that song, real fast, how did it come to be? Um, it, it, it's, it's definitely about a specific person in a, in a relationship, and uh, <clears throat> just sort of keeping things... You know, never letting things get too bland. Just kind of, you know, I, I, I want to keep you on your toes, but you know, I, I don't want to do that too much to where you feel worried or you feel the relationship is jeopardized. It's just sort of, you know, we're never going to be flat-footed and and boring. It's always going to be, you know, we're always going to be on our toes. And, and through that, um, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. And, and through that. Uh, you got nothing to worry about. And with Corey's permission, we're going to sample a bit of that. Folks, you are listening to the prologue on America's Web Radio, and from their Crooked Light album, this is actually a bit of track eight from the album Crooked Light. The title of the song is Purple Polished Nails. Smoke through some stupid fumes 
again, that's a sample from Crooked Light, the album by the Ohio Weather Band. That track is titled Purple Polish Nails. Corey, I love the reference to secrecy. Uh, we all try to deal with that in our romantic relationships particularly, and I think you capture it. You know, you want to not let everything out. You want to keep her on her toes, so to speak. So uh, anyway, we hope the folks will go to the website. Tell them again where they can go and listen to more of Purple Polish Nails and all of your albums. Um, it's obviously the website, uh, highweatherband.com, and then uh, Spotify is a big one, iTunes, Amazon. Um, pretty much, you know, like I said before, anywhere digital music is sold is, is where we are. Well, we're up against the wall here. We've got the time uh, coming down, closing in on us. Uh, there's one advantage that you had, and real quick on this one. You worked for a station not too unsimilar to this one for a number of years out of Alliance, and you had some very talented musical people there, uh, one a particularly great musician in his own right. Working as the engineer there, did, did that experience open doors for you in this business? But Yeah, for sure. That's, that's definitely one of the places where um, who I was working with, they understood you know what I was trying to do, and, and, and how hectic my schedule could be at times, and always gave me the time that I needed, and you know even even helped us out on the road and stuff. And uh, definitely great people there, and a great cause there. Um, so yeah, just th- their open- openness and willingness to help was definitely uh, you know didn't go. Uh, unnoticed. Absolutely. All right, listen, folks, I want you to check out the website, OhioWeatherBand.com, and start enjoying Corey's great music. And, folks, remember, if you're in the Canton, Ohio area on December 18th, tickets are still available for the great show featuring Collective Soul, We the Kings, and the Ohio Weather Band. Listen, folks, want to thank Corey for being here this morning. It's been great fun talking to him. Uh, for now, I am Doug Dahlgren, and I invite you to take care of yourselves and each other. I want you to listen to some music and read a great book. If not Corey's, somebody else's. If not my book, somebody else's, but do that for us. And I'll see you all again in just 167 hours. Take care. You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.